Well led and compelled to go back there, amen, this morning. Um, simple thought, you've heard me, pro- well, you've heard me preach on this uh, through the years, amen, but God has directed us back to um, th- this word and uh, we'll just give it to you as quick as the Lord will let us. Uh, how, how many glad you saved? Amen. Well, thank God I made it through the fire, Hallelujah. It's good to know that your name's written in the Lamb's Book of Life. If you're here this morning, you're not sure of that. If you're listening on Facebook and you're not sure of that, YouTube, wherever you at, amen, you know without a shadow of a doubt that your name's written in the Lamb's Book of Life. And on again, I want to say I appreciate all of y'all that's been listening faithfully when we're not having to have or getting to have service. What a blessing. That really, you'll never know what that means to your pastor, okay? Amen. All right, let's bow our heads. Ask the Lord's blessings to the reading of the Word of God. Heavenly Father, we ask that you bless the reading today. God, give us wisdom. Give us knowledge of the Word of God. Take a call from off the altar. Anoint this old stammering time. Realize, God, today that I can't do, uh, Lord, this unless you come down and you anoint us. I pray, Heavenly Father, that you would encourage, uh, dear God, uh, discourage, strengthen the weak, save the lost. And I pray, dear God, you'd take me, dear Lord, and, and help me, dear God, to deliver the Word and to say no more, no less, God, than that that you are pleased with today. Lord, I love you. We give you glory. We give you honor. Take this simple thought in Christ's name. Amen. John chapter 9. Let's begin reading in verse number 1. And as Jesus passed by, he saw a man which was blind from his birth. And his disciples asked him, saying, Master, who did sin, this man or his parents, that he was born blind? Jesus answered, Neither hath this man sinned nor his parents, but that the works of God should be made manifest in him. How important that verse of Scripture is. That's not what I'm going to deal with. But let's read verse 3 again. Jesus answered, Neither hath this man sinned nor his parents, but that the works of God should be made manifest in him. It's important that God works through you. That's a, that is his vessel, amen, that he lives in, the sweet Holy Ghost of God. And it's important that God's works be made manifest through us. Somebody's watching you. Somebody's listening to you. Somebody sees your attitude. Somebody sees your actions. My, my, that's a sobering thought. Look at verse 4. And and Jesus said, I must work the works of him that sent me while it is day. The night cometh when no man can work. As long as I am in the world, I am the light of the world. When he had thus spoken, he spat on the ground and made clay of the spittle and anointed the eyes of the blind man with the clay. And said unto him, Go, wash in the pool of Siloam, which is by interpretation sent. He went his way, therefore, and washed and came seeing. You may be seated. May the good Lord add his blessings to the reading of the word. Now, just imagine, amen, if we, uh, amen, could, could have the ability to see Christ today. I'm talking about in a human form. 
Amen. And we knew that it was Jesus. Could you imagine the, the thronging? Amen. Could you imagine, amen, the, the multitude that would come? Now, you would probably be surprised of those that, that wouldn't show up. Amen. Knowing that I'm talking about those even claimed to be saved, but yet Jesus. But could you imagine just the picture there? Uh, here was a blind man. Uh, he was born from his mother's womb. Of course, they asked why. Uh, who sinned? Did him or his parents sin? Of course, the answer was neither. That the works could be manifest. God's work would be manifest. Amen. Through that man. So as he began to go on, the Bible says that Jesus spat on the ground. Now, can you get this picture? There's Jesus. I'm talking about all he had had to have done. Amen. Was take his hand and touch touch that man's eyes. And I believe. I mean, believe God could have healed him that way. But here, amen, and that, here, there's probably a sermon in that anyway, but he spat on the ground. I mean, think about it. Amen, a man spitting on the ground. Maybe there was some that didn't know Jesus and didn't know who he was. And he spat on the ground, and, and with the spittle, he made clay, and he took that clay, and he put it on the blind man's eyes. Amen, and glory to God, amen, when he wiped it off, guess what happened? He saw. Well, that got him a little bit stirred up. Amen. And beginning in verse number eight, of course, uh, the neighbors of the man said, the neighbors therefore, and they which had uh, seen him that, that he was blind said, is not this he that, was, that that's another word, sat and begged. He, and he, verse number 10, he said, how were thine eyes opened? He asked him that. Verse number 12, of course, he answered and how the uh, God and Jesus anointed his eyes. And verse 12, he said, they uh, unto him, where is he? He said, I know not. Then the Pharisees got in 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 uh, up the middle of it. Man, they wanted to know who this was. It was the Sabbath day. Who is this man that was healing on the Sabbath day? Amen. If you don't think the Sabbath day is important, you just read you just read the Word of God and realize how important the Sabbath. Well, I ain't going there. Amen. So he put the clay. He told them. He told the Pharisees again how he put the clay on him. Amen, and that now he sees. He went and washed in the pool of Salaam, and now he sees. Amen, in verse number 17, they say unto the blind man, now the Pharisees did, they say unto the blind man again, what sayest thou of him that he hath opened thine eyes? He said, he is a prophet. Look at verse number 18. Then the parents, amen, gets involved here. But the Jews did not believe concerning him. And uh, that he had been blind and received his sight until they called the parents of him that had received his sight. Look at verse 19. And they asked him, asked them saying, Is this your son who ye say was born blind? How then doth he now, now see? Look at verse 20. His parents answered them and said, We know that this is our son and that he was born blind. Then, of course, what, what means? And the Bible says there in verse 21, they want to know by what means. He, they said, uh, he now saith, he said, we know not. Or how, how he openeth his eyes, we know not. He is of age, ask him. In other words, hey, you want to know? You go ask him. The parent said, I don't know how it happened. All I know is what he told me. You go ask the young man. Verse 22, amen. But they feared the Jews, amen. Now listen, because why did they fear? For the Jews had agreed already that if any man did confess that he was Christ, he should be put out of the synagogue. And listen what he says. Therefore said his parents, he is of age, ask him. I like verse 24 and 25. Then again called they the man that was blind and said unto him, Give God the praise. 
We know that this man is a sinner. Here the Pharisees was looking at, uh, amen, the, the, the crowd there and said, hey, looking to the parents and said, this man is a sinner. We know he's a sinner. Listen what, verse 25. He answered and said, whether he be a sinner or no, I know not. One thing I know, that whereas I was blind, and now I see. Here this man stood, he said, I don't know if he's a sinner or not. But there's one thing I do now, do know. Amen. Eyes blind, but now I see. Amen. You talk about a testimony. Hey, there's one day, guess what? This old preacher was blind on my way to a devil's hell. Amen. All I can say tonight, you say, preacher, how does God take something as red as blood? Amen. And wash you as white as snow. That old black heart. I don't know how it's done other than through the blood of Jesus, but I I know one thing. I was blind, but now I see. Hallelujah. How many glad you saved this morning? My, my. You know what? I want us to reflect a little bit on verse number one. I want you to notice those words. And and as Jesus passed by, and as Jesus passed by, just by introduction, amen, this morning, nobody, amen, remains the same when Jesus passes by. Hey, can I get a witness right there? Hey, there ain't nobody that can remain the same if Jesus ever passes by your way. Amen. When I say that, I'm talking about when you receive Christ into your heart. Amen. Nobody remains the same. I tell you what, I, when I uh, turned 16 year old, I was fortunate one. My dad, amen, had bought me a truck. Amen. A 1975 Ford truck. You've heard me tell the story. And I, I was down around the gym construction area, around the, uh, the railroad track there going up. What's that road called? Come on, Brother Adam. Uh, down there where Jim Construction is. Who? Nick's Creek Road. Amen. Up through there. I'll, I'll never forget Butch Hogan lives over there in the house and I was riding my 75 Ford truck down that highway and all of a sudden I thought my truck was a flying apart. I thought, what is that? Man, there's a noise. There's a racket. I think I might have even stopped and got out. I don't know what it was, but come to find out some kind of track hole, Brother Travis or something, had ridden down that road and it had made little old grooves in, that, in the asphalt of the highway and that's what was causing my vehicle to make the noise. In other words, there was evidence, amen, that there's a track hole, amen, or some kind of dozer, amen, road on that. There's evidence that he had been by there. Amen, that's exactly the way it is when Jesus, how many know without a shadow of a doubt this morning that you're saved? Hey, man, I, I want to ask you one more time. How many know without a shadow of a doubt that you're saved? Hey, you can't be saved and not know it. I hope I'm saved. That don't get it. I think I'm saved. That don't get it. I was baptized when I was 10 year old. That don't get it. Let me tell you something, friend. You'll know it. Hallelujah. If he ever passes by, well, it's a feeling good. If he ever passes by your way, you know he's passed by your way. Hallelujah. Hey, there was evidence. Hey, man, something was there. How many remember? I don't even know what year that was. It was back in the 80s. Poor old Adam Jolly probably don't remember that. Hallelujah. Amen. How many remember, hey, man, when Hugo came up by? How many remember Hugo? 
Boy, we can tell we live in us. Raise your hand if you remember Hugo. Amen, Hugo. Amen, come and hit North Carolina and it came up. And, hey, we've seen the effects of it right here in McDowell County. Amen, I'm talking about Dwayne Ellis. Amen, one of my best friends. Amen, he was, I mean, he lived over from the house, man. And there's some trees. And I think it fell on his trailer and all this. You know what? But they, there were evidence, amen, that there was a hurricane. Amen, came by. I had a man and woman came up uh, called me yesterday or actually called me Friday and said uh, preacher we want to come up I can't remember their names and if Angie was here I could ask them their names but anyway amen they've been to our camp meeting they brought barbecue to our camp meeting they're from the Harriet Memorial uh, Free Will Baptist Church and I, I never forget I met them when I preached their homecoming but amen they come up yesterday and they you talk about a pan of barbecue they bought me a pan of barbecue amen that he could I, I mean the cucumbers out of the garden Garden, green beans out of the garden. Amen. Cucumbers. Amen. Green peppers. Banana peppers. I mean, dill relish that they'd made. I'm talking blueberry jam that made. I mean, man, they just loaded us down. And I mean, we got outside. I mean, we was outside of talking. And the young here, I said that to say this. Amen. That he was a talking. He was a he was a telling. Amen. Of how. Amen. That uh, that God. How good God was to them, and how that God had blessed them. And he got telling how that God changed his life. Amen. When he got saved. Man, I mean, man, we just had a good time. Amen. Hallelujah. And he said, hey, I just want you to know. Amen. How that God changed me. In other words, there was a difference that was made. I mean, his wife even made the comment that some of her friends and family said, where is the same? Where's the man that you married? Where is the man that you married? I'm going to tell you something, friend. Hey, it's evident. Hey, man, when Jesus ever passes by your way, you say, I got saved. If you got saved, amen, listen, there'll be a change take place in your heart. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things become new. Hey, me say this, amen. Hey, if you say Jesus has passed by, your language has changed. Jesus ever passed by, amen. Hey, glory to God. Hey, if you say I'm saved, I'm born again, I've experienced the Jesus passing by my way and you still live like the devil and you still live like hell, I'm gonna tell you, there ain't been no change in your life. Amen. People think they're going to heaven just because they come to church. Well, I've done my good deed this morning. I'm in the house of God. Amen. I've done, I done what was right this week. Hey, man, now if I get back next week and if I don't get back to Christmas, it'll still be all right. Thank you, brother. Thank you, brother. Amen. But he was talking about this, this gentleman, amen, was talking about how God had changed him. And you know what he said to me? He said, I just can't explain I mean, how the Lord, he said, I can't tell you everything that happened that night. He said, man, I had my co-worker was begging me and begging me. And he said, he'd use, he didn't say the, the choice words, but he said, I'd tell him choice words. And I don't want nothing to do with that. And he said, I finally gave in one day. And it only took one time. And he said, when I went, the Holy Ghost of God, amen, overshadowed him. He said, I can't tell you everything that I've done. He said, all I know is I got it. Amen. He got saved. He got born again. Hey, friend, you ought to thank God for the day that he wrote your name in the Lamb's Book of Life. You know why? You don't have to die and go to a place called hell. Amen. My, my. Oh, my, we ought to shout it out right there. 
Oh, what a difference since Jesus passed by. Praise the Lord. Number one, how many, how many remember Nicodemus? In the word of God, in John chapter three, oh, Nicodemus, amen. Hey, Jesus said you must be born again. I mean, man, there's some questions going on. Amen, Jesus said, Nicodemus, you gotta be born again. Hey, man, can I get help there? I mean, this, hey, this was an educated man. This was a man, amen, that wasn't just some fly by night. Nicodemus said, how, hey, Jesus said you must be born again. And he, hey, he, he won't know how you can enter in the second time to your mother's womb. Hey, man, to be born twice. And he said, that is the spirit of spirit. It's born of the spirit of spirit, and that is born of the flesh. It's flesh, amen. I mean, old Nicodemus, amen, he couldn't understand, amen, the mentality of being born again, amen. Hey, I want to say, thank God. I had a physical birth. That's evident. Amen. I hope it's evident, amen, that one day I had a spiritual birth. Hallelujah. Thank God. Amen. Jesus passed by. Hey, you know what happened? Amen. Oh, Nicodemus, Jesus came walking by his way. How many remember the day that Jesus came passing by your way? How many remember? Lift your hand up. Hallelujah. Hey, you know what? If you ever, if you, oh, you ain't forget, you won't forget it, thank God. My, my, I mean, listen, praise the Lord. That Nicodemus, it makes a difference. Oh, what a difference since Jesus passes by. There will be a change. Number two, how many remember the widow of Nain? Here's the widow of Nain. How I many men are descended died? You know the story. It's simple thoughts, simple little stories this morning. Hey, man, listen, how you getting ready to bury your son? Bible said he buried, hey, they, they, they took the buyer with B-I-E-R. That was, a, hey, man, in reference in that day to a casket. Here they was in the funeral procession. Hey, man, I mean, man, the camels had their lights on. Come on, say amen to that. I don't know. Hey, man, hey, here they was marching up. Hey, man, heads going, amen, to the graveyard. I mean, listen, hey, they get, all of a sudden Jesus, amen, steps on the scene. Amen. How many's going to agree with me this morning? It makes a difference. How many believe, amen, God could still raise the dead? Amen, he could, amen, it's just our, hey, our faith ain't where it ought to be. Hallelujah. Amen, but you know what? When you got saved, he did raise the dead. Amen, to give you life. Amen, here, here they was. I can imagine the thought on that mother's heart. I mean, getting ready to put her boy in the ground. Hey, Jesus, the Bible says, comes by and touches that buyer. Hey, man, a beer, everybody wants to call it and say it. Amen, hey, touches that cat. Oh, my, Jesus comes by and touches it. Hey, I don't know if he just casually walked by and touched it. I don't know if he just actually walked up to it and said, hold on, I don't know. I'm out living a little bit, but he touched it. And when he touched it, guess what? Hey, man, I don't know if it had a lid on it, but if it had a lid on it, that lid flew open. <laughs> I don't think some of you are getting it. That lid flew open, and all of a sudden, he raised up. Now, I'm going to tell you, business that day would have picked up. I wonder how many that's buying that casket dropped that casket. I don't know. I mean, I just know this. Now listen. How I many? We we. How many's been rolled up here? Amen. Amen. But what if God was to raise them up? Hey, I tell you what, business would pick up somehow. All God people's up, but you know what? I know that God can do it. 
I know that God could. Hey man, let me tell you something. Hey, guess what? The Bible says that he, hey, the Lord, in other words, restored that young man. Hey man, back to his mother. Can I get a witness there? Hallelujah. I tell you what, it, hey, you know what? I, Jesus interrupted a lot of funeral home processions. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hey, hindered a lot of doctors back then too, didn't he? You know what? It makes a difference if Jesus passes by. Oh. <laughs> oh, what a difference. How about that woman at the well in John chapter number four? John chapter number four. I mean, there, he said, I must need to go through Samaria. Amen. Here was a Samaritan woman. Amen. Here Jesus was. He had stopped. I'm glad God, amen, when he says he needs to go somewhere, aren't you glad? Amen, that one day he said, I need to go pass by Kathy. Amen, real hallelujah. He said, I must need to go through Samaritan. Yeah, glory to God. Thank God he came by Jeff Duncan's way one day. Hallelujah. Amen, there, hey, there he was, uh, Jacob's well. Amen, here comes that Samaritan woman that was not supposed to have anything to do now with the Jews. Somebody help me. And then he says, give me some living water. Glory to God. She said, how, how am I, amen, a Samaritan and you a Jew, how are you asking me more or less for living water? Amen. Glory to God. And listen, she didn't understand what that living water is. He said, if you know the water that I was talking of, amen, glory to God, you'd ask me to drink of that living water. Well, to make a long story short, amen. Well, I can't make it short, amen. Let me just go on. I mean, man, the first thing, that I, first thing he asked her was, well, I won't say the first thing, amen, but first thing, one of the first things, amen, he said was, hey, man, go get your husband. She said, I have no husband. He said, thou said, right? And he said, she said, he said, because you've had five husbands and the one that you're with now is not your husband. Oh, God, people say, ain't it funny how the Lord, when he shows up, hey, man, at your heart's door, the first thing he does is reveal the sin. I got to say that again. Ain't it amazing, hey, man, when the Lord shows up at your heart's door, hey, man, the first thing he'll do is reveal the sin in your life. Hey, you say, preacher, I'm saying God didn't do that. You ain't saved. Hey, man, God will reveal the sin. Amen. You know what happened? Man. Glory to God. She might not have got of that physical water that was in Jacob's well, but she left with the living water and she got so excited, guess what happened? She left her water pot. She went to get water. You got it, folks? She went to get water, but she left her water pot. Why? Because she got the only water that she needed for eternal life. Hallelujah. And let me just say this. If Jesus ever passes by, you'll turn loose of what you got in your hands. Amen. And forsake all and follow the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. These people, amen, still drink their beer. I'm saved. You lost as a goose. These people, amen, still pour their wine, their little toddies, amen. Amen. Hey, since up here... Well, glory to God. Somebody say amen right there. And man, they're floating away to glory. Amen. And then they're living like the devil. Amen. They didn't get, hey, they didn't get what that woman at the well got. Oh, what a difference when Jesus passes by. Hey, 
Here was a woman that had had five husbands and one she was with wasn't her husband. Here was a man, here was a woman that left her water pot. She goes running back into the city. Can you just, can you just imagine that? <laughs> Come see a man. Now, now listen. Here was a woman with a bad reputation. Amen. Come see a man. <laughs> what was the first thoughts of the worldly? Oh, law. She's found her another man. That's the first thought. Oh, no, she's found her another man. Oh, but she didn't stop. Hey, come see a man which told me all things I ever did. Is this not the Christ? I might not have quoted it exactly, but that's it paraphrasing. All God people said, hallelujah. And you know what? It got the people's attention. Hallelujah, and they began to come and see, amen, what this woman, hey, I'll tell you what, if you, Jesus ever passes by your way and you get him deep down in your heart, hey, hallelujah, you know what you'll do? You may not go up, amen, like she did and actually verbally say, come see a man, but I guarantee you your life, amen, your actions, hallelujah, amen, your talk, amen, will be a bidding people saying, come see a man. I guarantee you, people at JNT Junkyard knows Travis is a Christian. I guarantee you, amen, on the DMV, the people that he's around every day, amen, guarantee that they know that Adam Jolly is a Christian. I guarantee you, amen, the tailors up there, amen, at the credit union, Bruce Pine, know Jessica Jolly. Is a I guarantee you, amen. Hey, and I can go through all of the know that you're a Christian. Hey, glory to God. How do you know? There's people come ask you to pray for them, aren't they? I'm talking about people, amen, that not necessarily right with God, but they get in trouble and they get heartbroken. Hey, tragedy comes to their life. I guarantee you, amen, our lives ought to be such an exemplary, amen. I'm talking about of Christ that people can come and say, hey, hey, I'm talking about people saying, I'm not necessarily right, but boy, I sure, I'm not really where I ought to be, Sister Kathy, but I sure have faith enough in you. I sure have faith enough in you, Sister Rita, that I want you to pray. How's our life? I tell you, it makes a difference when Jesus passes by. And by the way, I ain't asking nobody to pray for me or to pray over something if I don't have confidence that they're living holy. Amen. <laughs> Amen. I mean, man, you say, well, I ask everybody to pray for me. I don't want everybody praying for me. Amen. I want people I know to get in touch with God Almighty that's living close enough that they can get a prayer through. Amen. If I know that you're out here and you're living like the devil, I ain't going to ask you to pray for me. Amen. amen. You, out, you out here, amen, cussing like a sailor, I ain't going to ask you to pray for my mother. Why? It'll be in vain. Amen. Well, we ain't shouting it out, are we? We should. Because, oh, what a difference when Jesus passes by. My, my, it'll be a difference in your life. Boy, it changed her. I'm going to say it again. If it don't, if there ain't a change in your life, you didn't get what I got. Your life will change. 
Amen. Fourthly, let me say that that impotent man in John chapter 5, you know the story? 38 years he, he, he laid on one of those porches. 38 years. Angel of the Lord in, in a certain season, the Bible says, will come down and trouble them waters. And ever who first, first, not everybody gets in it, but ever who first gets in that water after the angel troubles that water, they were made whole of that very disease, that disease that they had. 38 years. Now, I don't know what the man had. All I know is he, did, he couldn't move around. He couldn't get down. Impotent. Amen. Of course, the Bible says there's a lot of, amen, a halt, maimed, amen, that were there. Amen. But he said, Lord, the Jesus passed by his way. That's what made the difference that day to that man. Jesus came by his way. And he asked the man, what, what, what do you, in other words, have me to do for you? He said, uh, in other words, he wanted to be made whole. He said, but every time, amen, that the water's troubled, the angel comes down and troubles that water. He said, somebody steps up in front of me and I can't get to the water. More or less. Somebody say amen right there. So what happens? Mm-mm-mm. Let's just give it. I don't want to misquote it. So let's just get right to All right. John 5. Let me get it to you. Where does it start at? Okay, John chapter 5. And he said. The impotent man answered him, Sir, I know no man when the water is troubled to put me into the pool. But while I am coming, another steppeth down before me. Jesus saith unto him. Now here's what, here's what happens. And here's where the difference comes in. Everybody that got in the water, I'm talking about first, after the water's trouble got healed. Jesus said, what can I do for you? Somebody's always stepping. Hey, by the way, let's stop right there. We better make sure that we're not stepping in somebody's way and we're not getting ahead of somebody. Amen. I don't want to stand in the way of some sinner. Amen. That's dying and going to hell. And by the way, we better watch what we, hey, we better watch our life. Person you work with, God wants me to say this, person that you work with, do they question? Hmm. Is he real? Is she real? Is he fake? Is she fake? They see us do things sometimes. You say, preacher, yeah, but it's inevitable. I do things sometimes that, that's wrong. Hey, I do some things that's wrong, and, and we're not human. I understand that. We're all sin coming short of the glory of God. But if I know, I've, hey, I've messed up in front of somebody and I can make it right, I'll go back and I'll say, hey, I shouldn't have done that. And I'm sorry. Anybody in here would want to admit that you've ever had to do that? Just to keep your testimony. My, my. Oh, what did they do? Hey, I said it makes a difference. Jesus said that him rise. That's the difference, amen. Hallelujah. He didn't have to get in to the pool that was troubled by the angel. All Jesus had to do is say, rise. Take up thy bed. And walk. Now he didn't have to take physical therapy. 
He didn't have to go through weeks of physical therapy to get up. And immediately the man was made whole and took up his bed and walked. And on the same day was the Sabbath. I'm telling you, it makes a difference when Jesus passes by. What about the woman at the well? I mean, uh, the woman that was taken in adultery. You remember that story? John chapter 8. Amen. The woman's called in adultery. I'm talking about the Bible says she is caught in the very act. It wasn't, oh, so-and-so said so-and-so was caught. No, no, no. The Bible says there in chapter number 8, amen, that Jesus went up to the Mount of Olives and early in the morning he came to the temple and all the people came unto him and he sat down and taught them. And the scribes and Pharisees brought unto him a woman taken in adultery and when they had set her in the midst, they say unto him, Master, this woman was taken in adultery in the very act. In other words, we called her she, she's guilty, we caught her. Now you listen. Now Moses in the law commanded us that such should be stoned. See, the Moses law said stone her, kill her. Amen. Now listen. But what sayest thou? Now they done this trying to catch Christ. Trying to get him to say something that wasn't lawful. Listen. And they said tempting him that they might have to accuse him. But Jesus stooped down and with his finger rode on the ground as though he heard them not. And so when they continued asking him, lifted up himself and said unto him, he that is without sin among you, amen, among you, let him cast a, a stone at her. So they asked, Lord, what thou sayest? He didn't say nothing. He just stooped down on the ground. Now, everybody's got their own opinion what he wrote. I don't know what he wrote. Do you? Bible don't say what he wrote, but we got a lot of folks who can say that's got their opinions what he wrote. Amen. Amen. What's your opinion, Travis? Mercy. There's one. Anybody else got an opinion? What he wrote? I mean, man, they ask him, what's your thoughts, Lord? It could have been mercy. Huh, that's what my thought was. Forgiven. Kitty wrote, forgiven. Anybody else got a thought? I'm not saying we're not trying to, we're not trying to write the Bible, all God people saying. I said opinions. I always told you I'd give you, when it's my opinion, I'll tell you it's my opinion. But there he wrote on the ground. He looks up and says, either without sin, you cast the stone at her. Man, you know what he done? He, he stooped back down. He just kept writing. Amen. Hallelujah. When he looked back up, there was, hey, he looked back up and then there was the woman. See, because everybody else, after he said, you either without sin, cast a stone at her. You know what they begin to do? One by one, they begin to walk off. I mean, man, I guarantee you they had the stones in their hands. Get ready to stone that woman. Throw them stones down probably. Walked off. Oh my. He looks back up from the second time. Amen. Woman, where's our, hey, let's go on. And it says there, and they which heard it, being convicted by their own conscience. Hey. <laughs> being convicted by their own conscience. See, they wasn't without sin. Amen. 
went one by one, beginning at the eldest, even to the last. And Jesus was left alone, and the woman was standing in the midst. Listen, when Jesus had lifted up himself and saw none that the, but the woman, he said unto her, Woman, where are those thine accusers? Hath no man accused or condemned thee? She said, No man, Lord. Now I'm talking about a woman that was caught in the very act. Moses law said, Stoner, Lord, what do you say? You that without sin cast us on. Gets back up. Word, woman, where's thy accusers? Has no man accused thee? No man. Boy, you ought to be shouting it out right there. No man, Lord. And Jesus said unto her, Neither do I condemn thee. Condemn thee. Go and sin no more. Now listen to me. He made sure. He didn't say, Neither do I condemn thee. And that was it. (laughs) He made sure he knew her sin. And what she was wrong, hey, what she was doing was wrong. Go and sin no more. Here's the problem. Well, what if she went and sinned more, preacher? What if she went went got, got back into adultery, preacher? You know what she had had to do? She had had to, hey, the law would either stone her, amen, which they wasn't under the law. Amen. Jesus, well, the law, well, they were still under the law. I don't know if Jesus said, somebody have to help me there. Hey, amen. But all I can say is this, amen. Hey, it makes a difference when Jesus passes by. I mean, man, it stirs things up, don't it? Neither do I condemn thee. Go and sin no more. How many remember the Lord speaking that to your heart? He might not have spoken that to your heart, but in, in essence, that's what he done. Amen. Why? When you ask forgiveness, he said, I don't condemn thee. Go and sin no more. Hallelujah. Ain't God good. Savannah, you want to come to the piano? Amen. <laughs> Let me see if I remember where it's at. Uh, yes. You ask me why I'm happy? So I'll just tell you why. Because my sins are gone. And when I meet the scoffers who ask me where they are, I say, my sins are gone. They're underneath the blood on the cross at Calvary. Amen. As far as moved as darkness is from dawn, in the sea of God's forgetfulness, that's good enough for me. Praise God, my sins are gone. Twas at an old time altar where God came in my heart, and now my sins are gone. The Lord took full possession. The devil did depart. I'm glad my sins are gone. When Satan comes to tempt me and tries to make me doubt, I say, my sins are gone. You got me into trouble, but Jesus got me out. I'm glad my sins are gone. I'm living now for Jesus. I'm happy night and day. My soul is filled with music. With all my heart I say, I know my sins are gone. They're underneath the blood on the cross at Calvary. As far as moved as darkness is from dawn. Let me just ask you a question this morning. In closing this morning, why don't we come and ask God? This altar's open, amen. Why don't you come and ask God? 
Maybe you need Jesus to pass by your home. Maybe you need Jesus to pass by your family or your loved ones. Maybe you got children you need Jesus to pass by. Maybe you have a husband you'd like the Lord to really pass by. Hey man, you got a wife that you need Jesus to pass by. Maybe you need to get on this altar and say, God, pass by our church. God, pass by our country. Amen. I'm talking about come and talk to the Lord this morning. Let's all stand at our feet. Every head bowed, you go ahead and sing what God's laid upon your heart. Amen. Oh, what a difference. Maybe you want to come and say thank you, Lord, for passing by. Maybe there's some that you you got in your family, your home. God, I need you to pass by them this Anybody else need to pray?